Welcome to the Lady Beta Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Mern. I'm a climbing coach, business coach, and brain rewiring certified coach. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things climbing, business growth, and brain rewiring from a holistic point of view. You can hear more from me over on Instagram at ladybeta.coaching and on my website, ladybetacoaching.com. You can find freebies for training for climbing, building your business, and brain rewiring over there. I'm so excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so supremely excited for you to listen to this episode today with my friend and my virtual assistant, Monica. I have known Monica for, I mean, almost, it's got to be almost two years at this point that we have been in each other's circles and I'm so happy that she came into my life. She is seriously like one of the biggest reasons that I've been able to have more breathing room inside my business and I am so thankful for her and her help and it was so fun being actually able to meet her in person and her adorable little dog Hazel at 10 sleep this year while we were both climbing. It was such a rad experience to be able to meet somebody that you, you know, you've known for a while on the internet and you've worked together but just to be able to have that in-person connection I think was so incredibly special and to just be in Monica's energy as well. I'm really excited about this episode because I've been talking a lot lately, especially to my business owner clients about hiring and asking for help and allowing yourself to receive help and be supported. I think it's something that a lot of us tend to struggle with is really, I mean, it's it's kind of that struggle of like, do I deserve the help? Do I have enough work to even pay somebody to help me? If I hire somebody, what does that mean for me? The business, is this going to put more pressure or stress on myself? And what I've actually found is that it relieved so much pressure and stress from me to hire people on that supported my business in a way that actually allowed me to step back and become more of the visionary and not so entrapped in the day-to-day tasks that I had so much more free time and space to be creative and to actually make a difference and to focus on the things inside my business that actually mattered to me, the things that were inside my zone of genius. So I think it's going to be really eye-opening to listen to Monica, all of the things that she is able to do as a virtual assistant what other virtual assistants can potentially specialize in as well, and how she really started down this path of becoming a virtual assistant as well. And a little plug for this is I was actually in a seven-figure mastermind, and one of my friends in there, Helen, she is an incredible example of how you can go from you know, potentially not working or maybe you are working another job and you start up this side hustle and then all of a sudden it becomes incredibly successful. And Helen actually started her business when she was home with one of her kids and just kind of wanted something to do. So she actually became a virtual assistant. And now what she does in her business is she actually trains virtual assistants and teaches you how to become one. So if you're interested in that, I mean, there are so many, so many ways to start a business. And I think that this is an incredible path because there are so many online business owners that really need help and support with inside their businesses. So if you want to check out more about Helen's courses, I will link them in the show notes. I highly recommend it. I worked alongside Helen for over six months. I've met her in person. She's absolutely incredible. She just had her second kid. So a huge plug from me about Helen's courses. Uh, She has VA Bootcamp, which is amazing. It teaches you all of the basics. She has online course school, which teaches you how to make online courses as well. And Helen does an incredible job. She's incredibly detail-oriented and she is a super supportive mentor. So I'll plug the link for her programs in the show notes. You can learn more about that if you're interested in becoming a virtual assistant. So some updates from me, really exciting things happening lately. I've gotten so many ideas, so many downloads for programs that I want to do in the future. And it's just, it's felt so expansive to me after this Black Friday where I'm really transitioning away from identifying as a climbing coach and being able to, it was like a really cathartic moment. I actually took the programs off of my website yesterday and it was this moment where I was like really I was really sad about it but it also in that moment felt incredibly expansive I was like oh my god I can I can like breathe and I can do this thing now like I can actually bring 
new energy into my business and that felt so incredibly exciting to kind of feel like I have a blank slate. So, you know, two things can be true at the same time. We can be really excited for the future and we can also still mourn what we feel like we're losing. So I think I'm kind of still in that state, but moving forward and really getting excited about all the things to come, um, just to kind of give you some updates on what is happening in my world and the types of things that I'll be offering in the next couple of We'll say like months, but probably not. I don't really have a, a huge idea past February. I like to keep things pretty loose and let my intuition really guide me. I am excited about potentially hosting a paid workshop on the 12th, so 12-12, about something related to boundaries, maybe more money mindset. If you have any suggestions or want to hear a workshop on a specific topic, please DM me or send me an email and let me know. I am open to topic ideas. So just so you know that that'll be floating out there. It'll be a low price workshop. I'm really excited to be hosting more of these potentially once a month. Um, I really have had a ton of fun. The last two that I hosted, I hosted a free pricing workshop. I also hosted a free money mindset workshop and I'm really excited to be doing one around the 12th. Other updates is activate. Oh my gosh, this is my six-figure mastermind. I am so so excited for this to become a reality. This is a program that has been in the back of my mind for over a year and it has just now felt like the right time for this to be birthed. So this is a six-month mentorship going from January through June. We're going to be talking all things energetics inside of our businesses because when you are starting to grow and scale a business, it's not just all about the strategy that you have. There's so much more to it. I know that we talk on the first Ignite call. Um, that was actually yesterday. Oh, so exciting. The round just started. We talked a lot about the energetics and aligning our frequency to what we actually want to call into our businesses. Yep, we can have a ton of strategy. We can have a ton of support around that. But if we are not actually aligned with what we want to call in, if what we are really struggling with is our self-worth, we're struggling with receiving, you know, support, receiving money for our services, whatever it is, we're going to struggle to continue to scale our businesses. We're going to be really, I mean, honestly, standing in our own way. So the entire idea behind the Six Figure Mastermind is to help you scale your business to six figures and beyond, you know, and we're not stopping there. So in order to be able to apply for this mastermind, your business needs to be making around 2K consistently per month. Um, there's no minimum to where you have to have been in business for any length of time, just having steady clients and steady income. You know, I'm happy to be flexible on that. If you're like, hey, I've actually had really steady income and clients and I really do want to kick things up to the next notch. So you can join the waitlist for Activate using the link in the show notes. This will be a very small and intimate group. So only six people in this six-figure mastermind. I, I clearly have a thing with sixes lately. If you have questions about this, if you're wondering, is this me? Does this apply to me? I work with more than just climbing coaches. I work with nutritionists, personal trainers of any kind. I work, I've, I mean, I've worked with so many people at this point, Airbnb owners. I've worked with virtual assistants, copywriters, intuitives, speakers, writers. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you have a business online and you're looking to scale to six figures consistently, this is the program for you. I'm so pumped about this. It is the longest program that I have run to date. And I'm so excited because for me on my side as a coach, I know that the longer that I work with people, the bigger and better transformations that they get. So to have a container that is six months in length where you get support all 24-7 throughout that, we have calls, we have breath work, we have energy work, we have half-day intensives. It's really going to shift your business in a massive, massive way. So other updates and things coming up. Brain rewiring is coming back towards the beginning of 2022. This will be Synergy, the self-paced program. I'm so excited. I am having 15 women go through the beta testing round right now. I just heard back from one of the gals who started her rounds yesterday and she felt amazing after. Oh, it's just so, it's so nice for me to be able to hear that because I've gone through brain rewiring and it was an incredibly transformative, I mean, it changed my entire life. It was such a big life experience for me that I can't wait to share it with other people. But just really hearing it from somebody else that it's like, wow, like I went through one day of the rounds and I feel amazing. Like for me to hear that is, 
it's epic. So Brain Rewiring Synergy is coming back towards the beginning of the year, and I think what I want to do leading up to that, so I, I kind of like to let you in on these things behind the scenes as I'm really working to solidify the details of things, because I think it's really fun to talk about it and to put ideas out into the universe and to see what people are excited about, see what sticks, is I want to do something like a 7 or a 14-day challenge leading up to that. I did a 30-day accountability challenge last year, or I think it was 31 days, and it was a smash hit. People loved that challenge. So I'm thinking about doing something similar to that again, where every single day I send out a different topic via email, um, and I'm, I'm definitely playing around too with the idea of doing videos every day of the challenge this um, this year as well. I think that that's something that my capacity can handle. I think that it's something that I'm really excited about. And just different topics, talking about things like self-worth, boundaries, relationships, the energy that we spend on different things, how we break up our time, things like that. Like just little tidbits, little, I guess, pieces of life advice, but things that can actually make a huge shift and difference inside of your life. And I also had journal prompts at the end of every one of those emails as well. And I think that that was a very transformative, I mean, it was a free challenge for a lot of people to go through. I think at the end, I had almost 300 people going through that. So just to let you know, that's probably coming up um, and that will be free leading up to the launch of Synergy as well. I'm really, really excited for that. So I think that that's all of my updates. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this interview with Monica. <music> Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a very special guest. I have my own virtual assistant, Monica, who I have met in person. She's been a client of mine and now I am her client. I am so excited to have her on the show today. We're going to be talking all about virtual assistants, what they do, how Monica started to become a virtual assistant and became interested in this in the first place. And I'm super excited to see where this conversation goes. So Monica, for the people that haven't met you yet, would you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. My name is Monica Sturt. I am a virtual assistant amongst other things. I'm a dog mom. I am an acrobat and climber and lifter. I love reading fantasy and uh, you'll get to know more about me throughout the podcast, I, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm always impressed by um, you being a base in all of the acro, oh. is it acro <laughs> yoga. I don't I don't know the terminology, but it is that is seriously so impressive. Oh, thank you. There are a number of different styles of, of acro and it's from acrobatics and there's Acro yoga, which is more like flowy, moving through positions, really focused on the partnership. There's um, like partner acrobatics or standing acrobatics, which is what I enjoy the most, where essentially you're lifting people like they were a barbell or you are pretending to be the barbell and trying to hold still and transition through positions. There are all sorts of, of acrobatics, but um, my favorite are the, the standing. It's really similar to climbing. I, I feel really strong. It feels really amazing to practice good communication. So it's, it's one of my favorite days of the week when I get to go out and train with my friends. Oh, I love it. Yes. And I think it's that practicing the good communication too, because if you don't, <laughs> like if, you know, both people aren't on the same page, then it's essentially like you're like strict pressing. It, it seems like, mm -hmm. overhead oh pressing like an entire person. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you both want to be on the same page. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And the communication is, is so key. And I really just try to keep in mind that even though I just compared them to a barbell, they're actually other people and everybody has their own levels of comfort and experience and desire. And so that's kind of what I go into every session because I usually go to sessions that are called jams where you just meet random people and you decide to work on things together. I think it's really important to try to get on the same page as other people. Some people just walk up and they're like, all right, we're going to throw you in this position. And people are like, okay, that's fun. But uh, I definitely need a lot of communication ahead of time just to make sure we're on the same page and I'm not, you know, hurting anyone or doing anything that makes them uncomfortable. So I think that applies to a lot of areas in my life and how I approach communication in general. Oh, I love it. It's like real life skills that you learn from <laughs> the sports that we participate in. And so did you mm -hmm. start that or did you start climbing first? 
I started climbing first and I started climbing um, back in 2014 when I worked in Yosemite National Park for the summer. And I had seen climbing before. I was like, oh, I really want to get into this. It was definitely a little bit of a superficial drive uh, at first where I was like, oh, these climbers look really strong. They can do badass stuff. I'd love to do that too. Um, and so I, I worked in Yosemite for the summer up in Tuolumne, hopped on a couple routes. They were long. I was scared. I had so much Elvis leg. I didn't have climbing shoes, but <laughs> had a great time. And over the years have progressed into a love for bouldering specifically. So now I'm almost exclusively a boulderer and I've gotten some flax and people for that, but it's, I think it's what I'm most passionate about. And I think has given me the base strength to then enjoy things like acro, um, where I have a really solid foundation of strength from bouldering, from powerful moves, from really using my legs um, and my upper body and my core. So that's super applicable to the acrobatic world. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, the people that want to give you flack about that, it's, you know what, it's just what you're into. And I mean, I feel the same way too. I, I definitely prefer bouldering over the other disciplines. That's not to say that I don't, you know, partake in them ever, but I mm -hmm. think what it is for bouldering with me anyway, is like, it's that you commit to the move and it's like feeling powerful, you know, like, yes, yes. you can do that on a rope, but it's, I, I don't know. It's just so much different when you're bouldering. Yeah. Uh, agreed. And I think there's sort of a, a level of precision and body awareness that I'm sure you can find in sport climbing, but um, it's something that I'm made acutely aware of when I'm bouldering because I feel like I have to be much more precise with my body position, with my, like where I'm directing my body, um, aware of my energy, aware of, of everything. So I feel like bouldering just in my experience has been a really centering sport and really brings more than just the the fun physical aspect of doing big moves and being powerful. Um, but it also brings that, that presence and awareness of mind, which I love so much. Yes. And the community aspect too, you know, you're, you're just able to like hang out on the mats. And I think mm -hmm. with sport climbing, I'm like, it's your partner's, you know, up in the air and you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> you know, yeah, when you get uh -huh. back down and then you swap when you get down. So it's, I, I just really like that community aspect in bouldering. So you've now been climbing for seven plus years. So you've definitely yes. been in the community for a while, you know, all the lingo, all the, we'll call it slang, but you, you've really been immersed <laughs> in the culture now for seven years. And for me, that's initially what drew me to you in the work that you did. So tell me a little bit, I think this, this will be a good story, but how you got your start <laughs> as a virtual assistant. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, there's a short answer and a long answer. Um, we love the long answer. Great. All right. <laughs> I hope everybody who's listening is on like a nice, four hour drive to your favorite climbing spot where you're like, all right, I want to listen to Monica talk forever. Um, <laughs> so, um, my business is called Taylor made media VA short for virtual assistant. And it, it was kind of born out of a few things and there is some context that's needed before this. So in my climbing experience, I had never really done any sort of training program before I, you know, would Google like hangboard workout. And I, I think I remember Metolius website having yes some sort of, <laughs> yeah, hangboard workout. And I tried that for a while. And I just remember not really seeing much progress in my climbing and feeling pretty defeated in bouldering specifically because I didn't know how to get better. And of course you hear the classic, like, oh, just climb more to get stronger or just do more pull-ups. And you know, I knew that wasn't the right path for me. Like, yes, I needed to get stronger, but there were other things that I, I lacked, but I didn't know what I lacked. And so I found Chelsea probably early in 2019, followed her Instagram. I was like, oh, this is so insightful, like so much better than this Metolius guide, because this is a real person here actually giving you encouragement and useful tips. And so in December, 2019, I bought her six week hangboard program. And it was the first time I'd ever done structured training. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is, it was transformational in, I think my approach to to training and getting better at climbing and then later just getting better in life. I grew up with a mentality that it was 
shameful to ask for help that I remember making a poster as a kid that was like, what is our top family value? And it was self-reliance and it's played out in a lot of really cool ways. Um, in that the place I live in is pretty low waste and we have solar and we use water to water the plants in the garden. Um, or we use wastewater to water our garden. And, um, but anyway, the, the issue was we need to be self-reliant. So this was super transformational doing this program, having structure to follow, not wandering down a internet rabbit hole. Like, okay, well, what do I do? What do I need to get better? And did some structured hangboarding, saw some great results. So I repeated the program three times back to back to back because I was so excited. (laughs) And then Chelsea launched Elevate um, the summer of 2020. Uh, I, I don't know if anybody, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you either thought about making an investment in yourself or you have made a big investment in yourself and it can be scary. And Chelsea talks about this a lot, but I was like, I don't know if this is the right fit for me, but it just kept calling my name because it was not just a climbing training program, but it was focusing on mindset, focusing on nutrition and focusing on hormone balancing. And it, it just felt so it felt right, even though I was nervous about it. And so I did elevate, of course, you've heard the stories, you've heard the podcasts, it's a super transformational program. And I walked away from that program feeling so empowered. And I had done therapy for a couple of years. And, you know, I am not a medical professional. So, you know, don't take my diagnosis or anything, but uh, doing Elevate was more transformative than I think going to therapy. Like Elevate gave me some real tools to help address real issues around my mindset, my horribly low self-worth. It really started to give me the tools to build confidence rather than therapy, which was um, not as direct in how to build self-confidence and build up self-worth. So in the fall, I, uh, so I decided to work with Chelsea again for um, some three months email support coaching, which was amazing. I loved being able to talk to her directly in her emails. And over that course of time, I thought about, okay, what is the lifestyle that I want? And it the, kind of the question became greater than just, you know, do I want, how can I get better at climbing? It's like, how can my lifestyle be one that supports my climbing goals, that supports having great peace of mind, that supports being a good communicator, supports having high self-worth. So I was kind of brainstorming with Chelsea a little bit. I was living on the road in my minivan at the time. And I was like, I would love to have some work. I would love to be able to take it on the road, work remotely. Um, I am an Enneagram two, and I love helping people. That's if you know about twos, we are all about helping people sometimes to the extent of people pleasing and putting ourselves down. But those are kind of the criteria for what I was looking to create. And I had just been through this super impactful program and elevate and really wanted to like knew that I am really good at supporting people, listening to people, bringing up conversations around what they need, like creating a safe environment for people to voice either their things that they're struggling with, things they'd like help with. Um, And so that last fall, that kind of all came together into this idea for um, a virtual assistant business where there are so many incredible coaches out there for climbing, for mindset, for nutrition, for strength training that could could really use help. And I thought about, well, what if I went down the path of um, starting a training business? And I I just really resonated much more with the idea of, of helping people and continuing to serve people. Um, so uh, starting in January, I had one of my first clients and we worked together on uh, a masterclass and that kind of snowballed into a 12 week program they were launching. And I helped design their slides and homeworks for that. And 
like slowly over the past year, I've just built momentum primarily through word of mouth about what I can do as a virtual assistant and have now three long-term clients, including Chelsea, who I'm so grateful to work with. It's I felt I feel really full circle with this relationship where, you know, she started out mentoring me and helping me develop in my climbing. And now I really feel wonderful about being able to give back to her and her business that really transformed me in an amazing way. Oh, that was such a, that's kind of the story. That was so good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like I'm just over here gushing. Like it's just crazy to hear it, you know, from, we've talked about this before, but from your side of things and as you tell your story now, I'm like, it's just such a natural fit that you would go on to support business owners who work primarily in the climbing and outdoor industry because you have this extensive background, you know, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, everything happens for a reason type of thing, but we might not know what the reason is yet. Like you and I came together to eventually mm-hmm. like have this relationship and, you know, things happened in order for us to get here. And it's, it's really cool to hear you talk about that. So I want to talk a little bit about virtual assistants and what they're I guess, capable of doing, or I know there are a lot Mm -hmm. of different virtual assistants that have different skill sets. And I remember telling you in one of our emails, I was like, I know it's uncomfortable, but just pitch yourself, Mm -hmm. like, just go, go to these coaches and offer your services. And they might say no, but somebody's going to say yes. And you'll Mm -hmm. kind of get your start that way. So tell me a little bit more about the specific services that you're able to offer as a virtual assistant. Yeah, happily. And like you were saying, and like we were talking about a little bit earlier with acrobatics, there's kind of one term that encompasses so many different types of positions. So um, I do I do a number of things. I love being having a really diverse skill set. And you'll come across people that have really, really specific niches, which I think is amazing. But my where I focus my niche is on my clients, on the climbing and nutrition and wellness coaches that have values that really resonate with how I feel and what I value. So um, as a virtual assistant, I do a number of things, um, including email management, social media management, um, and those have a couple layers, like um having a info email address or managing someone's email inbox, flagging things that are important for them, responding to frequently asked questions, things that are the the little minute tasks that can end up taking a lot of time from a business owner. If you're always responding to the same question, like, oh, I have an elbow injury. Can you help me out with that? Um, Then that takes away time from other valuable things that you could be doing in your business. So helping managing the email inboxes and working on strategy for email launches is part of what I do. Um, Social media management is also a part of what I do. And I would encourage you, if you're a business owner, to think of one aspect of your business, one aspect of social media that you don't like. And then a virtual assistant can do that. (laughs) So (laughs) I've done anything from um, managing DMs, to engaging with potential clients, um, sort of tracking down people who might fit in the ideal client avatar using hashtags or related posts. Um, I've gone in and been a part of just scheduling posts via some software, as well as creating posts, um, brainstorming ideas, brainstorming themes, coming up with launch strategies, Um, And so that's the main thing for social media. And then I also have a variety of just general admin tasks that I help out with um, anywhere from just client relation management, creating more effective systems to onboard and email people. Because I know, at least in my business, sometimes I spread out all of the things that I need across multiple platforms. And then it's really hard to track all of the little pieces. And so part of what I do is help people be more efficient um, in their organization, just so that we're not wasting time backtracking and saying, oh, did I, did I upload this picture? Did I write this caption already? Just to make 
your time a little bit more efficient. And the last thing I forgot to mention, but is probably 80% of what I do is content creation um, for courses. So I will help uh, clients come up with a theme or color scheme or design or style for any of the courses they launch, whether that is, you know, like a 12 week course where you have a a PowerPoint once a week with some slides. Um, That's also looked quite a lot like eBooks recently. I've helped a number of clients launch um, training programs via eBook and we work together to design and fill those out. Um, I've also helped with business cards and stickers, like little random side projects. So I don't know, if you were to talk to another virtual assistant, you would get a completely different answer because everybody has their kind of specific focus. Um, but that's that's mainly what I do in a, a long summary. <laughs> Excellent. No, that's it's, it's so good too, because I mean, what you've really done is you've essentially seen what the coaches need in this specific industry, which I think the the climbing coaching industry is very unique. You know, it's kind of Mm -hmm. newer, we'll say a little bit. I mean, it's not, you know, Mm -hmm. brand new, but the online aspect of it. So you've really been able to tailor, (laughs) pun there, your (laughs) skills to exactly what the climbing coaches need, which I think is exactly why you have your um, business named Taylor Made. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that because I, I, I didn't see the connection at first. And then I think you shared a little bit about the backstory and I was like, I get it now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the name is really special for me and I, you know, sort of regret that it wasn't my own genius to come up with, but, um, it is an homage to my mom who a little bit of backstory about her. She grew up in Fiji and then moved to the States and she is half New Zealand Kiwi and then half Southern Californian, which is where I'm residing now. But she was uh, an avid adventurer. She met my dad while they were, um, she was working on a boat in Egypt and my dad was busy sailing around the world at that time. And they met up in Egypt and they kept bumping into each other along the same path. They got married and she instantly was kind of thrown into this life where she had four kids, was super busy taking care of us while my dad was away at work. And she really struggled to find her own independence and to find her identity outside of being a mom. And she loved design. She also loved helping people. And even though, well, so near the end of her lifetime, she started a company called TaylorMade Media. And the the reason why it's spelled Taylor, like a name, is that her New Zealand family, that's their last name. And so it was a clever, clever pun on her part to pay homage to her family and, um, you know, to indicate that she made custom media for people. And um, she passed away from cancer before that could really take off. Um, and that was Oh, 13 years ago or so, but I feel really, I, I was wondering about the name. I was like, what should I call it? Monica Sturt Virgil Assistant. Like, eh. uh, this, the, the name just feels much more right. And I really love that I'm able to carry on some of my mom's vision, both for, you know, helping people creating custom media, as well as like paying homage to her family and, Um, I'm really glad that I can do both of those things through something as simple as a name. That's beautiful. And yeah, I mean, you're carrying on her legacy and really creating something that is truly your own and makes a huge, huge impact in business owners' lives. Like basically you, what you do is you allow the business owner to stay in their zone of genius. Like I, Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been having this conversation with everybody lately and being like, Oh, have you hired somebody yet? Oh, you should probably hire somebody (laughs) because they're just trying to do too much. They're trying to wear Mm -hmm. like 17 different hats and they're feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and just tired all the time. And probably a little bit resentful of their business because they're trying to do too many different tasks. So just Just to kind of sum that all up, basically what Monica does is she makes your life easier. 
If you haven't yet heard me talk about Organifi, you are in for a treat. Organifi is one of my all-time favorite mix-in beverage companies. And when I say mix-in, I mean you get a powder, you shake it up, you either add it to hot water or nut milk, and you are good to go. That is honestly my favorite way to do things. Sometimes I'm super impatient and I just don't want to wait the six to eight minutes for tea to steep call me, call me what you want, but sometimes I just want to shake and go and it's as easy as that. So for me, my favorite, favorite, favorite Organifi products, Harmony. I've been digging on it so hard lately. Harmony is like this amazing blend of hormone balancing plus chocolate, which honestly, I just can't ever seem to get enough chocolate in my life. So any form that I can get it in, I am really happy. And this one has only one gram of sugar per serving. It's sweetened with monk fruit. And for me, I am really particular on not only what things are sweetened with, but the aftertaste. Sometimes things sweetened with stevia or monk fruit can be like a little bit weird, but this one tastes awesome. I absolutely love it. It is great for balancing hormones. I like to actually double up on it before my cycle starts. I feel like it really helps to support me. And for me, I'm all about balancing my hormones. I know that I feel better overall. I have better conversations. I'm able to interact with my clients, strangers, my partner better, myself better. I'm more forgiving and compassionate of myself when my hormones are balanced. So I really have been enjoying taking this late. It has honestly been such a game changer for me. I have normally I have such a sweet tooth. Like, I absolutely love sweets. I love desserts. But knowing that I get to have this at night, like, somehow just brings that snacking to a halt for me. I'm like, oh, right, I get I get hot chocolate before bed. And I'm so excited about it each and every night. I put a little bit of non-dairy creamer in there. My favorite is the Nut Pods French Vanilla, a little bit of collagen for some protein and to help me sleep better and it's just like my perfect concoction, my perfect drink. So if you're wanting to try out Organifi, you can use my discount code LADYBETA, all one word, for 15% off. You can go to Organifi.com, which is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use that discount code LADYBETA. I am so excited, so pumped for you to try these products my all-time favorite. Like, I honestly, I stocked up on Harmony. I might have ordered like four bottles and I am definitely not going to let myself get too low on this product. Um, I don't want to, you know, start having withdrawals from it. I definitely want to make sure that I'm stocked up on it because it really has made such a difference. And it's just honestly, like with all of the environmental disruptors that we have, all of the hormone imbalances that can pop up, it's really nice to know that I have something to help combat that. So again, if you want to check out the Organifi products, head to Organifi.com. Use that discount code LADYBETA for 15%. I love to think that that's the impact that I have. I, so that kind of comes from a people pleasing tendency of my youth where I felt I derived my importance from being needed and from being helpful. I remember my dad saying something like, um, you know, like asking how you help is one of the best questions you can ask. And like, that makes you like the best kid, if you can ask that question. And so I was like, okay, love and attention for being helpful. I'm, I'm going to be helpful. And so I think now it is really ingrained in a part of it, or I think it is who I am to be helpful, to be supportive, but I really learned how to do that in a much healthier way. Um, whereas I think about my prior job, where I worked in outdoor education for five years and it was incredibly fun leading wilderness trips for students in New Mexico. Um, but I think this willingness to help and to serve was really taken advantage of. And I, I know that happens often in the nonprofit world where um, the people who are usually burned most by the industry are the people that are the most passionate about it and spend extra hours helping and really trying to do their best. And so it's been a journey and a half to get to the place where I I can still be helpful. Um, but I think it's, it's in a much more, I don't, I don't want to say positive necessarily, but in a much more healthy way where 
you know, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm here for your business. I'm here to make your life easier. Um, you know, it's really nice to be paid for that instead of just have it be assumed, um, that that's what I'm going to do and that I'm going to overextend myself. Um, and it really, that really helps me show up without resentment. Like you were saying, I know a lot of business owners can hold a lot of resentment or build up this like aversion of particular tasks because they don't feel good. They don't (laughs) like align with what you enjoy. Like I can think of one of my clients who um, like posting to social media is, does not bring them joy. And so like, I wouldn't say that's the number one activity that brings me joy either, but being able to help someone like alleviate that tension um, and that pressure they put on themselves just is, is such a good feeling for me. So moral of the story is I think trying to be helpful originally came from a, pa- a place of people pleasing, but through programs like Elevate in this past year, I've just really, really worked on having an increased level of self-worth um, has allowed me to do a really good job at what I do and to show up for people and to be really helpful and um, to do that in a really healthy way for both people. And I just think it's so, so helpful. I'm not sure trying to make a plug for myself now I'll do that at the end but <laughs> um I think it's like I was listening to um one of the lady beta podcasts earlier today and Chelsea asked the question like what movement do you want people to join when they take part in your business and I would love for people to normalize or be a part of the movement of like, it's okay to ask for help. And I know a lot of us really struggle with this, but it's okay to ask for help and that it's, it's acceptable. It's normal. It's amazing to be imperfect because a lot of people are really held back by this idea that, Oh, I'm, I'm not ready for a virtual assistant. My business is not in a good enough place yet, or I'm not organized enough for it yet. And there are so many other areas this translates over to. Um, but I, I mean, I felt that way about climbing as well. Like, oh, I'm maybe like, I don't have enough training background to justify doing a training program. But once you, you take that leap and you seek help, which is how I view the training programs, it freed up so much space mentally, again, help build up self-confidence, this value of self-worth and, help me feel just assured that I wasn't alone in the process and that whoever was on my team would reassure me that it was okay to be imperfect. In fact, if you wait on being perfect to do something, I know you've heard this message tons of tons of times before, but if you wait for something to be perfect, then you're likely to never do it because you'll never be perfect. So I think Ultimately, like being able to ask for help, being able to receive help is a, is a strength in so many ways. And so that is the kind of the movement that I'd like to, to be a part of and would like you to be a part of as a part of my business and what I do. I love that. I love that so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was reading this post today that it, it was very simple. It was three words. It says waiting creates waiting. And mm. that just, I mean, I was like, oh, that sums it up perfectly. <laughs> like the longer that we wait for things to be perfect for ourselves to feel ready or whatever it is, you know, the pieces to fall into place, like the longer we're just going to be waiting. And I'm really mm. glad that you brought up the point because I've said this so many times, but <laughs> I think it also helps to hear it from your perspective is a lot of people wait probably too long to hire somebody and they're thinking like, oh, maybe I'm not like making enough money or I'm not organized enough yet or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But being able to take some of those tasks off of your plate, like the amount of mental space that opens up. Like once I hired you, I was like, oh my God, I feel, I feel organized now. Like it it wasn't (laughs) like I need to get organized first and then hire Monica. It was like, no, I'm hiring Mm -hmm. her to get organized so that I can actually delegate certain tasks. And after that, I was like, wow, things can actually run a lot more smoothly. It was crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really wonderful to be there for coaches as they experience that because people tend to have some trepidation or they say, oh, thanks for the free call you know, I, I'm definitely interested in it. I think everybody's interested in having help. 
Um, but again, are either held back by mindset or they're held back by this fear of investing in themselves and their business. And the feedback that I hear consistently from my clients, especially my long-term ones, are we're so thankful to have you. You have freed up this mental space. I feel like I can be more creative. Um, I know that with a couple of clients, I've been able to free up their time and energy so that they're able to put out new programs and able to really continue to push their business forward. And I, it's so reassuring to know that you have someone on your team, someone that you can go to for backup to say, Hey, can you double check this or talk strategy with, or you just, you know, someone is there by your side. Um, and it's also, yeah, again, really helpful to just have that, that time and energy freed up where you can take a step back um, I was able to do this with one of my clients where I'm helping her out with her social media strategy and the the content posting. And she's gone from making maybe about a post a day to posting almost three times a day, increased her number of followers um, at least by a hundred in the past few weeks. And she is just, she has this freedom to be much more creative and to look step back and look at the bigger picture by have some by having someone look at the minutiae. Um, I think it's just it, I feel similar to when you put someone or to the action of like putting someone on mute on Instagram where like I am your filter to decide what is important to you, what information comes to you and we all know that. We're so heavily influenced by what we see around us, what we hear around us. Um, so I, I also joke a little bit about um, that my my inner eight comes out a little bit uh, <laughs> when I'm working with clients uh, because I am very protective of their energy and of their time. So I love handling requests on Instagram that are like, DM us to be a part of our random brand that has nothing to do with climbing. And it's like shitty for the environment. Uh, and I'm like, nope, not today. Like you're not wasting my client's time today. So I do enjoy being a bit of a, like a, a filter in that regard to ensure that my clients are just spending the time on the things that matter. And sometimes that's, they get just a little more time off or they get more time to go train or take care of things in their life. Um, it's not always directly business related, but we all know that how you go through life is how you go through your business and how we do anything is how we do everything. So um, I'm really happy to help in whatever that looks like for you as a, a business owner. Yes. Oh my gosh. There, I mean, there's so much gold in what you just said. And I think it, it really does just come back to like, as business owners, we, we are the people in our own way. It's not, you know, mm -hmm. how many followers we have. It's not the offers that we have. It's like our businesses cannot expand beyond us. So when you actually add another person into it, you have somebody else sending energy to your business, energizing different mm -hmm. aspects of your business that maybe you don't like doing. So for example, for <laughs> me, um, I really, <laughs> I do not love responding to all of my emails. So having somebody like take care of my emails, emails for me, especially when it's like, those don't need to cross my eyeballs. Like, it's like what you're mm -hmm. saying with like the collaborate with us. It's like, is that that's like <laughs> a big waste of everybody's time here? Like being able mm -hmm. to free up more mental space for that is incredibly helpful. Smaller tasks, like um, for example, Monica uploads the podcast to our server, our platform that we use. And that frees up. I don't, it used to take me an hour and if there's like mm -hmm. no way that that task needed to take me an hour, <laughs> um, but I was just dreading it. So much because I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll procrastinate until, you know, the night before every single time. And then <laughs> I would procrastinate recording the podcast episode until then too. And it was just mm -hmm. like this whole not good energy process. So having Monica do that, I mean, yes, it's like a seemingly small thing, but like it frees up so much more mental space for me and actually allows me to get way more organized. Mm -hmm. And I, I really like that mentality a lot of, I mean, people might dismiss what I do or dismiss even the smaller things in life because they're like, oh, this is a small thing. It's not really going to help. Um, I saw a good reel about this the other day that was kind of relating to 
someone was saying, oh, well, I tried giving my partner words of affirmation and it didn't change anything. And the comparison was, okay, well, when you, um, when you're growing a garden and you plant a seed, do you just water it once and then expect it to grow? And, and then it's like, oh no. And then they're like, oh, that makes sense. And so like perhaps, you know, one time uploading the podcast episode will free up Chelsea an hour, but in the long term, like we've been saying, it can free up her creative brain. It can free up sort of the part of you that, that nags, like, you're like, oh, I, I need to do this task, but like, I don't really want to, because I know it's going to take a lot of time. So I'm just going to put it off. Um, and it just enables you to be so much nicer to yourself, um, instead of like beating yourself up or like, I should be doing this. And there are a couple ways I think you could get through something like that, where, um, I was definitely raised with the mentality of if there's something that you should do, then you just need to suck it up and do it. Um, you know, like be a man about it, even though I'm not, I don't, I'm not a man, but that was the mentality my dad raised us with. Um, I think it's, uh, gosh, it's, it's so hard to do that because you end up being so critical of yourself and something that's really shifted for me in the past year is like, I want to be on my own side. I want to be on my own team. I want to be supporting myself when things get hard. I want to be there for myself when I'm um, going through something difficult. I, you know, I don't want to make things worse by being so like being cruel and mean to myself. Um, And so, yeah, I guess when you encounter a situation, like I'm going to upload the podcast, Uh, either you can kind of like beat yourself up about it and get yourself to do it through shame or through some negative emotion through guilt, or you can take the time to figure out how to do that kind of healthily. And that might take a lot of either meditation or self-acceptance or self-love or mindset, mindset shifting, which a lot of business donors don't have a ton of time for in the first place, or you can bring someone on to help you out with that and just share the load, uh, just help out with things. Yeah. With like, you know, tangible tasks or, you know, the, the burden, the huge emotional burden it takes to run your own business. Yeah, it's that's massive. I mean, and I, I love too that you uh, mentioned the mindset work. I think for me, I mean, I swear to God, the two most impactful <laughs> things in my business have been brain rewiring and hiring. Like Mm -hmm. those two things straight up, like if, if people do nothing else in their businesses, like find a way to hire some tasks out and allow yourself. I mean, it's, it's our relationship, I think with self-worth, with how worthy we, we feel to receive that help too, Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of people struggle with and just allowing yourself to rest more. I actually wrote a, a post about this today. Um, and it was my podcast episode for this week, but like the busier we stay, we, you know, we feel productive and we feel like, oh yeah, I'm like moving the needle forward and I'm proud of myself. But oftentimes that's not true. Like we're just staying busy to stay busy so that we can feel like we're moving things forward. So it's really just examining Mm -hmm. that deeper relationship with like, am I trying to cover something up by this? And I truly think, um, busyness is a trauma response. And so many of Mm. us are trapped in that because that's all we've ever known, you know? So it's like, oh my God, what would it look like for me to hire somebody? And then all of a sudden I don't have as much to do. Ooh, I'm gonna have to sit (laughs) with myself. That's, ooh, that's Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. (laughs) And that maybe you like coming from that mentality, you might say, okay, like, well, now I have help. Now I need to be ultra, super productive. Like, and that, that can be a tricky mentality too, where Um, yeah, I, I think this is, it's really important for me to get to know my clients before we start working together, because I want to make sure that they aren't just going to go burn themselves out, um, by me coming and helping. Like I, I love freeing up their time and their creative energy. Um, but it's, it's really tough to work with someone who's like, okay, now that, now I'm going to help you. Or now that you're helping me, um, I'm going to go be super overproductive and work myself and exhaust myself. And I'm going to do that so much that you can't even help me. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you know, definitely requires some awareness. And so in my conversations, I don't really talk about this with my clients directly, although that could be a cool element to talk about mindset. Um, 
but I, I do like to know that people have the time to fit in their training or they fit in their personal growth practices, or they fit in time with their loved ones. And like, that's the goal with me helping them, not figuring out how to be crazy productive and overextend yourself because I have been there with my past job at the expedition company. And it is, it's so incredibly hard to put out your best work, be the best version of yourself, even be happy about going to work and doing your job if you are just so overextended and burnt out. So I'm, I'm really, I look for that balance with clients where um, I really hope to help them take a deep breath, take a breather in their life, you know, be able to redirect their attention to where they'd like it to go. But um, I'm just gonna throw this disclaimer out there. I'm not, I'm not an excuse to overextend yourself um, and to treat yourself poorly. Everybody needs some rest and love as well as, you know, to feel satisfied and, and whole in their business and life. So <laughs> that's that my little so disclaimer. Good. That was so good. <laughs> that was the best disclaimer I think I've heard ever. Um, yeah. And it's, it comes back to a lot too about boundaries. I mean, for you as an Enneagram too, I think you've definitely had to learn a lot about boundaries. Not that, you know, everybody doesn't have to, but I think being more prone to people pleasing, understanding that, okay, now this is like my profession. This is what I do. And I do have to set boundaries so that I don't start to overextend myself in the process of helping other people. So what boundaries have you set in your business that you found to be particularly helpful? Great question. I'm like smiling as I'm thinking about these, but I also feel just a little bit guilty. Like the person, the, you know, the persona of like, I want to be helpful to everyone. I want everybody to always be able to count on me. I want to be there for you, whatever you need. That's the persona that I projected for so long. And now like through this business and having some healthy boundaries, I'm able to take a step back and say, okay, whoa, whoa, like (laughs) you got to save a little bit of energy for me and all the training that I want to do and all the cool things in life outside of work. So, um, some helpful ones have been boundaries around communication where, um, I have a specific app that I use for just kind of rapid fire back and forth communication. Um, I set my phone on silent and do not disturb most of the time. Um, just because, it's really hard for me to delve into a project mode or focus all my time and energy on one thing or one project if my attention is being pulled by requests from five or six different people. So, yep, having a specific app for business communication, kind of having my own sort of office hours um, where I'm available to communicate. Um, I know not everybody does this, but I have some boundaries in between my business account and my personal uh, Instagram account. It's, it's just really helpful for me where I'm like, all right, I'm in business mode or I'm in personal recreating mode. Um, another big one that I struggled with pretty early on was pricing my services. Um, this kind of, I think is the greatest one that reflected, uh, coming from lower self-worth and wanting to people please where, um, I took a six-week virtual assistant boot camp from Helen Peterson. She's amazing. Go look her up if you are interested in becoming a virtual assistant. Um, but she would post the pricing for her uh, for the services, and I, I was like, "Oh, I don't deserve to be paid that much." Like, I would choose the lowest possible amount of, you know, like the lo- the lowest rate because I just. I like was struggling with self-worth here where I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to want my services if I pay more. Like, I don't think I deserve to be paid this much and definitely felt riddled with imposter syndrome at times where I, I was like, maybe nobody wants my services. Um, I'm going to be annoying if I tell people about what I do. Um, and, and imposter syndrome is so complex. I was delving into that earlier today, but it just, it really can hold you back. And, um, I just felt, you know, a little bit guilty for like, Oh, am I just mooching off of these amazing clients successes? And I, when I look at really examine my why that I really found this program or the programs that I've done in the past to be super transformational and that I want to help 
that be known to other people. I want other people to experience the the joy and the transformation that they can find from these coaches. That's when I'm like, oh, okay, this feels right. I, I know what I'm doing. Um, but the, yeah, I'd say that the biggest boundary was really putting my foot down and changing my rates to reflect, you know, at the minimum an industry standard, but also to reflect my experience, my expertise and, you know, what I'm, what I'm actually worth instead of a lower rate that I was just trying to accommodate as many people as possible by having a lower rate. Um, but I, it was not sustainable for me in the long term. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people don't think about boundaries, I think, as much as maybe they need to when they mm-hmm. own a business. And I think just even the simple things like do not disturb mode. I also do that 24 seven. My phone is on. Mm-hmm. Do not disturb. The only time that I look at things is when I go intentionally look at them, because if I'm constantly being pulled from different tasks, all of a sudden this 10 minute task turned into a two hour task because I keep <laughs> getting distracted by my phone blowing up and really having those separate apps, I think for communication is a huge one as well, because it's all about that intentionality. When you're going into mm-hmm. the apps to respond to clients, for example, that's a lot different than you might be just, you know, conversing on your, your personal profile. It's the energy behind it. I'm ready to, to help, mm-hmm. to serve. I'm here for you, that type of energy. And I know I remember our conversation. I was like, okay, well, when you work for me, you'll charge me this much. <laughs> I'm, just like, I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not paying you that low rate. Like I'm just not doing it. So in order to feel good, I appreciate like, that. To prices. <laughs> yes. And like, the, one of the most amazing things about this is the clients that I've worked with and started with are just, including you, are are really encouraging. Anytime I've been like, um, I'm interested in this professional development course, I've had support, even financial support from the people that I'm working with who are like, yeah, I want you to have that skill. And it's so amazing to be working for people that support your professional development and support your personal growth, both, you know, uh, emotionally and kind of, and, and I don't know what the word is, but kind of like behind the scenes or, you know, like, Oh yeah, we're here for you. So happy that you're learning, but also, um, having people invest in my professional development, just, uh, it feels so good. And from the, the outdoor education program, sometimes our professional development opportunities were covered, but, Sometimes we didn't really get that time off of work. And it was just, it was like, there were so many strings attached um, to, you know, seeking help and getting, be- being better at your job. And I'm just so thankful that my clients are, are so wonderful and they just, they really encourage me at getting better. And one of the reasons why I don't ever want to go back to an office environment again is it's, I don't, you know, somebody let me know, someone message me, someone tell me who these companies are, but I haven't really met a company that's like, oh, you need to take time off. Go ahead. Take time off. If you, you need to, um, you want to take this course so that you can be better at doing this service for me. Great. I'll like, I'll pay you for it. Tell me what you learned. Like, I want to talk about this. I'm really interested in, in what you've learned. And I just feel so, supported and encouraged along the path to be the best version of myself, both in my business and personally. And I don't want to go back to some shitty office environment that, that has just so much. I I don't know. This isn't true of all office environments, but there's definitely some office environments that have really negative perspectives on growth or like you're only getting better um, to try to get like a position in management or, you know, it's, it's not like people genuinely caring about your growth and development as a human. And so I love working with these amazing humans who care about my growth. I care about their growth and it just, it makes me so happy and fulfilled to show up to work every day where I'm like, okay, these people are invested in me. It makes me feel much better about making mistakes or knowing that I'm not going to be, you know, like immediately fired if something, if I don't do something in line with what my clients look for, knowing that I'm working with, with humans, even though office folks are humans too, but knowing that I'm working with really kind and compassionate coaches, um, just really helps me show up to my job and do the best that I can for them. And then I think everybody wins. 
Yeah. It's such a different energy when somebody really believes in you and what you're capable of. I think, I mean, it's, it's that support that I think allows people to really blossom and flourish and step into what they're truly capable of. So, okay. Give me the details on if people want to connect more with you, if they want to work with you, learn more about what you do, where can they find you? Great. The best spot to go is, um, on Instagram, my handle is Taylor Made Media VA, and Taylor is spelled like the name Taylor as opposed to uh, a tailor who designs clothes and fits them to you. Um, I also have a website, TaylorMadeMediaVA.com, and you can also email me. Um, it's my email address is Sturt Monica. It's my last name, first name at gmail.com. Um, I have yet to have a whole separate business email because I also manage a number of other email inboxes. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep those to a minimum. Um, but that's, you can, you can find me right to me there. I have, um, a link in my bio and on Instagram where you can go and schedule a free consultation call where, I can answer any of your questions. We can talk more about the services that I have to offer. Um, and then, yeah, those are, that's the way, main ways to connect with me. And I would love to chat with you. Perfect. And I will link all of those in the show notes as well. And just so that everybody knows as well, you do longer term stints with clients and then you also do like one-off projects, correct? Correct. Yep. I'll do anything from like a, you know, a an ebook or a workbook for a yeah singular project. Or um, as I mentioned earlier, I have three super amazing long-term monthly clients who I just have a set number of hours for. We talk about tasks that they would like me to accomplish for the month um, within those, those hours. And yeah, that, that's what I love. I love both those things. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Monica, for coming on the show. I hope that this was really eye-opening and helpful to kind of get more clarity around what virtual assistants are, what they can do. And I really appreciate you sharing your story with all of us. Oh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been a journey to get to a place in this point of my life where I am feeling the self-confidence to run my business, to um, go out and meet new people, do acrobatics in my life, claim that I'm a boulderer and, <laughs> and just to be where I am now. And I am so, so thankful and happy to be here and thankful for all the people that helped me along the way. Oh, I love it. Yes. Thank you again, Monica. Thanks, Chelsea. I hope you loved that interview with Monica as much as I did. She is seriously such a talented, caring human being, and I was so happy to, when she agreed to come on the show, I know that this was a first for her and something that was outside of her comfort zone, and anytime that I can be there to support people through those potentially uncomfortable growth moments, I it, makes, it just puts a huge smile on my face. Huge thanks to Monica for coming on the show, sharing her story, and being vulnerable and open and sharing her brilliance with us. And a reminder, if you have not yet left a rating and review for the podcast, I would seriously appreciate it. It helps me out so much, and as a small business owner, it is Seriously, one of the biggest compliments that you can give me is to leave a rating and review for the podcast or to tag me on your Instagram stories or send it to somebody that you know might benefit from this podcast. If you have other small business owners in your life and you think that they'd benefit from listening to this, maybe they'd benefit from hiring somebody like a virtual assistant, I'd love for you to send them the show. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode.